Well, we've got tyranny uh, galore. Tyranny galore. Welcome, everybody. Pastor Eli James here. Michael Swede uh, is on vacation. And uh, so I'm going to go solo this morning on Bloodlines. And I'm just going to do kind of a news roundup with uh, COVID-19 being the central premise of today's show. And uh, let me just, uh, first of all, let everybody know about our new website, www.vaccinehoax.com. And uh, we've been following the developments of the COVID-19 fiasco uh, very heavily on that website. Of course, Eurofolk Radio is going to continue to stay devoted to the Christian identity two-seed line message because we are biblically oriented However, VaccineHoax.com is going to focus on the scam that is called COVID-19, the people behind it, etc., etc. So, uh, one of the things I, I mentioned yesterday and people have been asking me is, is Bill Gates a Jew? And again, he's one of these characters who has disguised his Jewishness very carefully from what I understand, his mother is not Jewish, but his father is. And his father was the head of the uh, Planned Parenthood up until the um, Supreme Court decision to uh, uh, change abortion law. Well, actually, yeah, yeah change the abortion law in 1973, exactly. And uh, allow uh, abortions in America, okay? And my understanding was the reason for that was that the Planned Parenthood had to buy their dead babies from Sweden. And uh, it was very expensive. Planned Parenthood thought that it was too expensive. So they pushed the Jews, pushed for a, a new law to liberalize abortion. You know, of course, it was totally out of the jurisdiction of the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court had no business even considering the subject. But nevertheless, they did. And that was the real reason for uh, liberalizing abortion law in America, was so they could get cheap dead babies. And so that that's really what's going on there. We are never told the real reason for anything by mass media or by the legal system, certainly not by the Jews. And uh, not even by the Judeo-Christians. The world has become such a, oh, what is it? A swamp. <laughs> a swamp full of lies, deceit, and uh, characters who have no intention of doing us good, but are real hucksters. I mean, the hucksterism going on in the world today is just unbelievable. So, but this was all prophesied in the uh, book. Well, uh, we've been talking about the book of the Ap Apocalypse of Baruch and the great stupor that has come upon the entire planet in these last days. There is no doubt that the entire planet is subject to this great stupor. Because why? Because they believe the lies of all the so-called experts. It amazes me even more that the, the self-described liberals who used to have bumper stickers on their car saying question authority are not questioning the authority of Bill Gates whatsoever. Whatsoever. 
So, folks, uh, we are in the throes, in the thrall, in the... uh, We might as well be in the psycho ward of of the local insane asylum. That's how bad it is out there. Yeah, spoiler, the Jewish mafia is subtle as hell. They sure are. Anyway, I was forwarded a photograph of Bill Gates at a table between two rabbis, and he is wearing his yarmulke in that photograph. Okay, so that should answer the question of whether or not Bill Gates is Jewish. All right, uh, proof positive. So I'll be putting that uh, photograph up on Eurofolk Radio sometime later today after this show. But folks, uh, there's no absolutely no doubt that Jews control everything. The Judeo-Christians, they, they don't like to hear that when we say it. But uh, one thing is for sure. The resistance to COVID-19 by the general public is getting stronger and stronger and stronger. So uh, this is good news for us. You know, it doesn't mean that the society isn't going to stop going to hell. We are going to hell in a handbasket quickly because they are deliberately destroying the economy. They're simply using COVID-19 as an excuse, as sideshow, to destroy the economy, get rid of small businesses, most of which are owned by white people, because that's what the Jews want to do. They want to eliminate the competition, which has been primarily small businesses owned by white people, many of them owned by women. All you feminists out there, The businesses owned by women are being destroyed by this COVID-19 garbage. So you you think big government is on your side? You really believe that? No, they're simply brainwashing you and turning you against your own race, all you feminists out there. That's all that's being accomplished. And you are nothing but dupes of the Rothschilds. So, wow, have we got a, a crazy crazy scenario in these last days. I don't see it getting any better anytime soon. So start to hunker down. Prepare. Prepare yourself for the worst, folks, because the worst is coming. So uh, let's see. Uh, I had a a, a video that I wanted to play. Let me see if I can uh, bring it up real quick on, uh, on my screen. Yeah, here it is. Okay. Now we've been telling you that coronavirus is a complete hoax, that all of the mandated changes in our lifestyle that they have been telling us to get into are completely useless, fake, phony, of no significance whatsoever. And so just this morning, I got this video uh, from New York City, and let me just play it to you. Let me uh, go to the start here. And uh, because they admit what we've been saying is true. Reluctantly, they admit that we, what we've been saying is true. That face masks don't do anything. That nobody really knows what's going on with COVID-19. Uh, everybody changes their opinion. And I'm talking about the experts. You know, we have Fauci saying one day that face masks are useless. Then he says, oh, we have to have face masks. The uh, 
World Health Organization, the CDC, both on record as uh, previous uh, on previous occasions saying that face masks don't do any good, not necessary, and then coming out and mandating them this year. Okay, so all this contradictory information, yet mass media doesn't you know, report the contradictions. But here, this is from CBS New York. Take a listen has released some pretty startling statistics. They say that more than half of people who were hospitalized with COVID-19 acquired the disease while also uh, complying with those social distancing lockdown Did you hear that? Did you hear that? 66% of people requiring hospitalization in New York City or New York, New York State, Okay, this is uh, across New York State. Have been following instructions, social distancing, staying at home, blah, blah, blah. These are the people coming down with coronavirus. Don't you know? What have we been telling you? It's fake. Let's continue restrictions. So emergency room doctor, chief medical and chief medical officer of Remote Health Solutions, John Bow is here, or rather Bo, sorry, Dr. John Bow is here with us now to talk about that. And I also want to ask you about something else, uh, doctor. Um, Mayor Bill de Blasio just announced earlier this morning that um, antibody testing would be available to everyone in New York City who wants it for free. Um, but as I understand it, there's a certain amount of controversy when it comes to antibody testing. There are a number of different antibodies. We really don't know what it means, really, if you show that you have the antibodies in your system other than you were exposed to the disease. So could this maybe offer a false sense of security? Or, you know, maybe it's a great thing and it's part of the next step that we need when it comes to opening up the economies. Yeah, thanks for having me on. You know, there's a couple of great questions that you bring up there. And one has to do with the, the social distancing question that you bring up. And, and what did that really mean as far as having people that, that were social distancing, that were at home, and still contracted the disease? What? They did? They were telling us, well, in order to avoid contracting COVID-19, you should social distance and stay at home. Hello? Are you beginning to appreciate that this whole thing is fake, folks? And, and there's a lot that we're going to figure out about this. And one thing that we do know is that this virus is different than a lot of viruses. It's, it's much more contagious and it's much yeah, more it's, virulent. It doesn't exist. We deal with. That's why it's different. And, and so the, the study actually talked about the fact that the, these patients or these uh, individuals were not leaving their home on a, on a daily basis. So we're going to have to f- sort of dig into this data. Uh, you need to get fresh air, folks, <laughs> With, uh, without wearing a face mask. That's what you need to do. Get lots, plenty of fresh air. And you've probably heard about the study where uh, a guy put on his face mask and measured the oxygen content before and after putting the face mask on, You know, comparing it to OSHA regulations. And he found that wearing a face mask decreases your oxygen intake below OSHA standards, all right? So all these people who are wearing face masks while driving in their cars by themselves, by walking down the street in the middle of nowhere (laughs) wearing face masks, it's absurd. It's ridiculous. But that's what's happening, folks. 
at it and figure out were they leaving occasionally? Were they were they heading out? Were they um, uh, continuing to have some social interaction and some um, exposure in there? Okay, so here's the percentages. People in nursing homes comprise 18% of hospitalizations. From prison, 1%. I mean, talk about being in a confined area. Are, are they wearing face masks in their prison cells? I don't know. Homeless, 2%. People coming from home, <laughs> 66%. Those people who've been congregating, 2%. And those from assisted living facilities, 4%. So, you can see that the vast majority of people being hospitalized in New York are the ones complying with the lockdown and social distancing, staying at home orders. Our lives, and it just wasn't on a daily basis. We're going to have to figure that out. We're going to have to dig down into it. Because I think each and every one of us are concerned about that. I, I look at my own situation. I'm, I'm a father. I'm an individual. I'm a citizen. I'm an, I'm an ER physician. And, and I, I'm a telemedicine guy. And so each of those brings to me a different exposure and a different perspective as I deal with how do I keep myself safe and how do I keep my... Well, he seems to be doing fine despite his constant exposure to those people. Right? This is not a disease, folks. It's a hoax. It's a total hoax. And so... And the, the so-called testing for antibodies... What antibodies? They haven't identified any kind of antibodies yet. What its chemical composition is, what the antigen is that it reacts against, they haven't given us any information like that. These tests for COVID-19 are simply based on symptoms, based on non-antigen, non-antibody junk science. That's all it is. It's junk science. and But they're they're controlling us and manipulating us through fear. And they're going to continue doing this. We're not going to get any real answers from these people. But here, they're admitting now that those who have been following the regulations, the WHO, CDC, Bill Gates regulations, are the ones getting sick. Thank you very much. All right, so uh, let's get on with it. We've been telling you it's fake. <laughs> We've been telling you it's fake. All right, now back to vaccinehoax.com. Uh, I'd like everybody to go to that website and share it with as many people as possible because this hoax needs to be exposed on the front page, our goal. Our goal is to educate the public about the massive fraud that is the vaccine industry. Exposés of how Big Pharma injures, defrauds, kills, and corrupts with vaccines and other dangerous drugs will grace the pages of vaccinehoax.com. Please share this information with as many people as possible. Their lives may depend on it. You need real health care, not phony health care, a la Bill Gates. So please share this website with everybody you know. They need to get a different perspective from that of mass media. Okay? So, getting back to the uh, Jewish question here. This is from the Algemeiner website, which is a an Israeli, obviously Jewish, website. 
And check out this headline. New Tel Aviv University study shows massive wave of coronavirus-related anti-Semitism sweeping the globe. Wow! That is really good news, okay? <laughs> so, despite all the doom and gloom, and now we're not the only doom and gloomers, you know, for years, those of us in Christian identity, two seed line people, you know, people have been calling us doom and gloomers. Well, no, it's only doom and gloom for sinners. <laughs> it's, only, it's only doom and gloom for the enemy, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, spoiler, there needs to be a law against BS, right? There needs to be a law against BS. Uh, Nimble Horse provides this information. U.S. government clinical studies, quote, wearing N95 masks results in hypooxygenemia and hypercapnia. Hypo means less, so less oxygen and hyper, whatever capnia is, which reduce working efficiency and the ability to make correct decisions. <laughs> oh no, that's bad enough already without wearing a face mask, right? Medical staff are at increased risk of getting severe acute respiratory symptoms. Oh, SARS, the very disease they're trying to prevent. And wearing N95 masks is highly recommended by experts worldwide. However, dizziness, headache, and shortness of breath are commonly experienced by the medical staff wearing N95 masks. The ability to make correct decisions may be hampered too. The purpose of the study was therefore to evaluate the physiological impact of N95 masks on medical staff. All right. Again, as we've been telling you here on Eurofolk Radio, it's all bunk. All of the recommendations by Bill Gates and company, the Rockefellers and company, are nothing but hokum. Absolute hokum. It's to disguise the global economic collapse and the reset that is coming with a cashless society or near cashless society. I don't think they can get rid of cash altogether because there's always a black market. Always. They'll never get rid of the black market. They'll never get rid of cash. They'll never get rid of gold and silver. Okay? It, it, it ain't happening. But they're going to try. And then those people, you know, who want to do commerce using their cell phones instead of cash or real money. Well, but we've been conditioned to accept this cashless society ever since, oh, ever since the beginning of the Federal Reserve Bank. You know, when, when gold and silver were considered money and paper money had to be backed by gold and silver, that requirement was taken away by Johnson, the guy who killed Kennedy, and also by Nixon, you know, uh, removing the backing of our paper money. So now we have pure fiat money. And so that makes it possible for the Fed to keep on creating money out of nothing. That's why we have hyperinflation. This global hyperinflation will not be solved by the new currency, by the new cashless currency. It will just give them total control over us. That's the, poor, that's the purpose. 
that's why they want a cashless society, because that ha- they have total control of all currencies worldwide, and nobody can do anything about it. Once this situation, once this uh, conspiracy is completely in. Yes, now, uh, yeah, people are getting dizzy. People are um, acting in a delirious way. I saw a video of a woman wearing a face mask getting out of a car to pump gas. And she activated the pump, took the pump, uh, the, the handle off the pump. And then seemed to forget what she was there for. <laughs> Put the pump back, the handle back in the pump, and drove off without without putting any gas in her car. It is definitely hurting people. It is definitely hurting people. So, but this is the point. This is the point. I, I mean, the the Rothschilds have to be busting a gut, laughing, doubled over. Knee slappers, watching how people are just befuddled, stupefied in this great stupor of the last days. Amazing, amazing, amazing how easy it is to fool an entire planet of otherwise or seemingly intelligent people. Wow. But getting back to this article... From Israel by Benjamin Kirstein. A new study published on Tuesday showed a wave of anti Semitism has swept the world during the ongoing COVID 19 pandemic. Now, you may recall that I think it's about 18 months ago, and I should repost it if it's still available. The video by David Goldberg, a Jewish guy, who said, in this video, that the Rothschilds are getting extremely concerned about the fact that in America, up to 20% of American citizens no longer favor supporting the Israeli state. And that's got to be a low estimate. Because the internet, when you, if you go into any website on the internet where they allow comments, invariably the commenters are anti-Jewish anti-Jewish. This is ubiquitous. Now, of course, some of the, some of the time it's just anti-Jewish posters, you know, taking advantage of the situation and using the opportunity to do their post. But the, the pro-Jewish people aren't doing that, okay? So the Rothschilds are legitimately concerned that the world is no longer supporting Zionism. But the Zionists are in total control of our politics and economics. And, sorry to say, the vast majority of our religious life as well. The Judeo-Christians predominate over every... Most of the denominations are Judeo-Christian in orientation, pro-Zionist in orientation. and, And they follow in lockstep. Lockstep with the Rothschild Rockefeller plan to reorganize the world under their global dictatorship. Okay. Continuing. The study by Tel Aviv University's Cantor Center for the Study of Contemporary European Jewry 
was based on hundreds of reports from around the world and showed that coronavirus-inspired anti-Semitism has gone viral on social media networks with widespread claims Jews either created the disease or were profiting from it. Correct on both counts. The report stated that coronavirus-related anti-Semitism was strongest in the U.S. Yes, the Rothschilds are legitimately concerned, and the Middle East, particularly in Iran, Turkey, and the Palestinian Authority. But it's the U.S. that has the Rothschilds concerned. You think there's a reason why this COVID-19 nonsense is happening now? David Goldberg was absolutely correct. The Rothschilds had to do something to stem the tide of anti-Judaism. Among the specific assertions is that Jews have been infected with the virus because they rejected and crucified Christ. Well, uh, maybe. Maybe, but the Jews are the ones who created it. They didn't want to infect themselves. But if you create a disease, you never know who's going to infect, get infected. Right? And, and whose brains are going to be warped and stupefied? Jews are not immune to stupefaction. Or whatever the noun is for being in a stupor. In other cases, cartoons have appeared showing Jews trying to conquer the world through spreading the virus. I love it. In the Middle East, this has concentrated on Zionists in the U.S. who supposedly created the virus to kill large numbers of Muslims. Maybe they did. Israel has also been a target of coronavirus-related anti-Judaism, with the Jewish state being blamed for allegedly spreading the virus among Palestinians deliberately. Well, they do all kinds of things to the Palestinians deliberately to kill them to prevent them from getting hospital care, right? We are being Palestinianized as we speak, folks, here in the U.S. and globally. That's what's really happening. The world is being Palestinianized by the Rothschilds and the Zionists. Absolutely no doubt about it. Giovanni Quer, Q-U-E-R, of the Cantor Center commented, quote, the current wave of anti-Semitism is unprecedented because it has spread through social networks in a short time and quickly changed into another discourse according to social and political changes, unquote. Yeah, because people are figuring it out. He pointed, for example, to the vast economic and social changes wrought by the virus. Yeah. Who created the Rockefellers? And the global Zionists, they're the ones. Who's in, who is in charge of medicine practically worldwide? Who owns the drug companies? Who are the pharmacia bastards? Juju, juju, juju. As well as the ongoing political crisis in the U.S. over the issue of racism, which has also involved anti-Semitic elements such as the libel that Israel trained U.S. police to kill minorities. <laughs> well, no. Whole police forces have gone to Israel to be so trained. Maybe not to specifically kill minorities, but that kneeling on people's necks scenario? They learned that in Israel. Israel. 
The Minnesota police learned that in Israel, folks. The shift of focus from the coronavirus to racism happened in a few days. Yeah, because people found out the Jews are behind it, Queer said. And yet the anti-Semitic discourse is just as powerful and the sources responsible for disseminating have adapted their anti-Semitic narratives to the changing social context. Yeah, the Jews are to blame for all the evil in the world, just as Jesus said in Matthew chapter 23. So people are beginning to figure it out. So this is really good news for us. Really good news. People are beginning to get Jew savvy. Our purpose here at Eurofolk Radio has always been to awaken the non-Jew savvy people (laughs) to what's really going on and who's really behind it. Okay. So, another article. You know, we know that Jeffrey Epstein and Les Wexner, the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, etc., etc., are some of the most evil people on the face of the earth. So in this article, this is under canards. <laughs> this is what dissident-mag.com. So uh, I'm, I'm trying to... Trying to figure out whether this is pro-Jewish or anti-Jewish website. We'll figure it out as we read. It appears to be anti-Jewish. Anyway, the title is Jewish Philanthropy Group Tied to Epstein, Wexner, and Pedophile-Ridden Orthodox Jewish Day Schools in New York City. Okay, this is not mainstream media stuff, folks. They're not going to reveal this on NBC and CBS. So this has got to be an anti-Jewish website. And revealing Jewish pedophiles, you know, the mass media will not mention, they will, you know, recite the names, Harvey Weinstein, Jeffrey Epstein, they rarely talk about Les Wexner, because he's basically the head of the Jewish mafia in America. So they're not going to mention his name. But the names that they have to mention, because they've been legally charged with sexual crimes... They have to mention their names, but they never point out that they're Jewish. Absolutely never. United Jewish Appeal, the largest local philanthropy group in the world. Yeah, philanthropy, right. Yeah, <laughs> Jewish dictatorship group. Raises hundreds of millions of dollars to support Jewish interests in New York City. Interestingly, Epstein's last donation of many to Jewish groups was to the UGA on December 31. 2017. UGA has financial ties to Jewish day schools in New York City, which have been plagued by systemic pedophilia. Salanter Akiba Riverdale Academy, a Jewish middle school in New York City, has employed at least three Jewish administrators charged with child porn and pedophilic activity. As recently as September 2019, Rabbi Jonathan Skolnick was charged with production of child pornography. He was the assistant principal of Judaic studies at the day school. His case is still pending. It's amazing that these people get arrested and charged at all, because the Jews typically have such tremendous connections in law enforcement and in you know judicial circles. 
that, uh, but I guess some of these people slip through the cracks. His case is still pending in the Southern District of New York. Oh, and the Rebbe also blackmailed a young boy he solicited explicit photos from. Stanley Rosenfeld, another administrator for the SAR Academy, not to be confused with SARS, <laughs> All right. he was even hired by SAR even though they knew he was a convicted pedophile at the time of his hiring who admitted to being a serial molester. Rosenfeld had been abusing children at SAR since the 1980s, but a report in 2018 uncovered a plethora of fresh allegations against the pedophile, which included his hosting of sleepovers with children. Sleepovers with children. Rosenfeld was also employed at the Ramaz School, another Jewish day school in New York City. The Ramaz School found that administrators learned of Rosenfeld's abuse after he had left the school, but failed to act on the information. <laughs> well, the Jews protect each other. Epstein donated a whopping $500,000 to the Ramaz School in February 2008. As I said, the Jews protect each other. Another teacher at SAR, Rabbi Sheldon Schwartz, was found to have also acted inappropriately with at least four students. Seven men have since sued SAR and another Jewish day school in 2019. Schwartz was employed at SAR until 2018, yet no charges have been brought against Rabbi Schwartz as of yet. Now, as I'm reading this, I'm realizing that this is another reason why the Rothschilds had to act immediately. Not only are the white people of the world, and most people in the world, becoming more Jew-savvy day by day, all of these cover-ups that they're having to you know, eliminate from public discussion, to whitewash, to keep out of the news... There, the internet is exposing all these things. So they need to get total control of everything, including the internet, including the economy, including the medical profession. And they have almost total control of these things already. But not the internet. So if they can track all your movements, and this is what Bill Gates wants to do with his DNA vaccine, to inject you, and that's not the, <clears throat> it's ridiculous. There's no way a DNA vaccine can prevent disease, because no, no vaccines prevent disease. It's simply a way of intruding micro-bots, nanobots, into your body, introducing them into your body, so that you become a receptor of microwaves. That's the purpose. And that they can activate and deactivate these nanobots at will by flipping a switch and targeting you as an individual or an entire neighborhood. That's what 5G is all about. But the Rothschilds decided they have to act this year 
because number one, the economic collapse of 2019 was worse than in 2008. And when, <laughs> I almost said Rabbi Trump, when Donald Trump signed that uh, coronavirus you know, care bill, bailout bill, it was to bail out the bankers and their corporations. We just got a pittance of that money. It was the same thing that Obama did in 2008 when he got reelected the first time. He bailed out the banksters to the tune of trillions of dollars. But everything I hear from the gold bugs, and uh, you know, you, you got to listen to the gold bugs on YouTube. They tell the truth about what's happening economically. The this collapse was potentially worse than 2008. So they had to act. So getting a cashless or near cashless society, all with digital electronic equipment, such as your cell phone, and nanobot technology in your body, they will have total control of everything. Except the black market. Because there will always be a black market. So this... Things are getting out of hand. The Jews are losing control. And that's why they had to do this. Alright? That's where we're at. Okay. So, anyway. Now, if these were Catholic schools, you'd have every news hack and trendy podcaster railing against Catholic pedos. That type of criticism is kosher. But mention the systematic pedophilia of at Orthodox day schools... And you're an unalloyed anti-Semite. How does the United Jewish Appeal tie into this? Well, as previously stated, not only did Epstein donate tens of thousands at least once to the quote-unquote philanthropic 501c3, but UJA also set up a quote day school challenge fund which has greatly benefited schools like Ramaz and SAR. UJA and their Matching Endowment Initiative, according to SARS 2017-28 financial records, quote, manages 2.3 million in endowment funds and 1.6 million in effectively matched funds to benefit SAR, unquote. The benefit of endowment portfolios is to provide an annual revenue stream to our operating budget in, per in perpetuity, making this an important long-term funding strategy, thus says the official here. So, Epstein donated tens of thousands to non-profit Jewish funds which funnel money into Jewish day schools riddled with systemic, systemic sexual abuse? Nice. On top of that, according to SARS records, they receive 5% of their operating revenue from quote-unquote educational grants, better known as taxpayer dollars. Oh, and remember Les Wexner? The Victoria's Secret mogul who had closer, fin closer financial ties to Epstein than any man on earth, going as far as to grant Epstein power of attorney, which is unfathomably bizarre. Maybe their, their relationship is closer than anybody realized. But he was hailed by the United Jewish Appeal CEO in 2015. Quote, 30 years ago, one man had a transformative idea. If the Jewish community needs strong leaders, 
invest the resources in training volunteers and professionals who could become those leaders. The man was Les Wexner. And the idea became the Wexner Foundation, which, which is basically the mafia, <laughs> the mafia shell game, a cover for mafia activities, which over the past 30 years has trained 2,500 people across the Jewish world in a range of dynamic and inspiring Jewish leadership programs, unquote. You don't think the Jews cover for each other, protect each other? Wexner has donated over $1 billion to Jewish causes, according to UJA as of 2015. Not only that, but UJA CEO fawned over Wexner and his foundation, happy to be, quote, collaborators and funders, unquote, in their own word. No, there's no conspiracy, folks. There's no Jewish conspiracy. Uh, yeah, don't get rid of your flip phone. Don't get rid of your flip phone. Uh, the less they spy on you, the better. Wow. Okay. In 2017, according to tax documents, the Wexner Foundation gave $3.6 million in charity, quote-unquote, much of it to Jewish educational causes, as well as more money for educational programs. Could UJA be a spoke in the laundering wheel, part of the exorbitant supply of money shell game by Epstein and Wexner in their sordid operation? This is not a claim nor accusation, but simply an open question that deserves more scrutiny. Well, the Jews run so many quote-unquote fake charities that uh, the vast majority of them are fake. They're simply covers for money laundering and for controlling, number one, the Jewish community. And, uh, by extension, the rest of the planet. Okay? So, we are, we are in a situation where we are so lied to, so deceived on a daily basis, that people, most people don't know whether they're coming or going. They simply don't know whether they're coming or going. So, anyway, this is... Dissident Mag, the website is Dissident Mag, and uh, they're doing excellent work exposing the Jews. Very excellent work exposing the Jews. So, now let's get back to the, the COVID-19, which is, of course, another Jewish scam. Okay, and this is from LarryHannigan.com in Australia. Question. Are face masks safe? Number one. Hi, Larry. Maybe you will need to research what the Australian New Zealand Occupational Health and Safety Standard is for workplace ambient O2 and CO2 concentrations. So we'll see that it's no different in Australia. Uh, question. How can the whole world get shut down? How can every nation on the face of the earth simply comply with dictates coming from the Jew World Order, United Nations headquarters in New York City? 
and simply throw away their national constitutions. I mean, if this isn't evidence of the total control of the Rothschild banking family and their cohorts, what else could be? This is total evidence that countries no longer exist. They all become extensions of Rothschild Incorporated. Mystery Babylon. And those of us in Christian identity are the only ones who truly understand Mystery Babylon, and that is the fractional reserve banking system as run by the House of Rothschild in the world. And that they are the ones responsible for all of the evil in the world. And our job here is to keep preaching this until as many people understand it, because we want to save those Israelites who are reachable and educable, who have open minds and that don't blindly worship the Jews. But those Israelites who are still of that mentality, blindly worshiping the Jews, I'm afraid they're, they're lost. They're going to burn along with the Edomites. Anyway, getting back to this. What I can tell you from the info below is the 3M, of course 3M is the corporation, N95 face mask, and I have one of those, makes my face itch, <laughs> is insufficient for protection against airborne pathogens. Are you surprised? And this is touted as the number one face mask that everybody should wear. The 3M N95 face mask is insufficient for protection against airborne pathogens. Now, one of the benefits of the N95, if there is a benefit, is it's got a, a ring around the, the uh, inside of it at the perimeter. It's kind of like a felt ring around the perimeter, which actually seals up better than most of these face masks that are available. Most of these face masks are quite drafty. But that's actually a good thing, because you want fresh air, <laughs> right? You want fresh air. You don't want to be rebreathing your CO2. But the 3M N95 face mask is the most efficient one in sealing out the fresh air, which makes it actually more dangerous. Anyway, it says here, Now look here, and we should be alarmed in that these masks will be useless. Airborne transmission of SARS-CoV-2, which is the official name of the so-called antigen. They have given the antigen a name, but they have not provided any evidence that it actually exists. And they have not provided any evidence of an antibody for this supposed antigen, this supposed virus. The world should face the reality, if that threat is really true, that this is the case, that the SARS-CoV-2 antigen is, is not protected against by any of these face masks. There is a lack of scientific evidence for its appropriateness in different healthcare settings, 
not great for pregnant women, according to this link below. Conclusions. Breathing through N95 mask materials have been shown to impede gaseous exchange and impose an additional workload on the metabolic system of pregnant healthcare workers. And this needs to be taken into consideration in guidelines for respirator use. As I told you, it's actually more efficient in keeping out fresh air than most of these other things. I mean, if you put a bandana around your face, you're basically breathing through a uh, uh, handkerchief. All right? And uh, a lot of fresh air will get in, and that's actually good for you. The benefits of using N95 masks to prevent serious emerging infectious diseases should be weighed against potential respiratory consequences associated with extended N95 respirator usage. And as we talked about in the first episode of this show, first part of the show, the people most likely to go to a hospital and need a hospital treatment are the ones following the instructions. Social distancing. Wearing face masks, staying at home. They're probably wearing their face masks at home. Another report. Healthcare worker use of FFR and FFR with Val for one hour at clinically realistic low work rates, which means you're not huffing and puffing at work, had only mild physiological impact. At low work rate for up to one hour, FFR with valve may offer no physiological advantage over FFR without a valve. The mixed inhalation-exhalation O2 and CO2 levels in the FFRVD, whatever that is, microenvironment did not meet the Occupational Safety and Health Administration's standards for workplace ambient O2 and CO2 concentrations. Again, Face masks are useless, absolutely useless, as we have been telling you, folks. We're just getting now confirmation of what we've been telling you for six months, that COVID-19 is nothing but a scam, and that all of the measures they have put in place are ineffective. They're a joke, an absolute joke. But this is a yeah. But of course, the Rothschilds aren't joking. They want to enslave us, and the joke is on us if we continue to allow this to be done to us. Okay, so <laughs> next item in this uh, here. Let me uh, put this link in the chat room because this is a good article from Larry Hannigan. And we can see from this information that the truth about COVID-19 and all of their supposed measures to help us are not working. Absolutely not working. Wearing a mask lowers the oxygen level, which would be common sense. And there's a video here uh, with the guy who does a demonstration wearing a face mask, breathing in it for uh, several minutes, and measuring the oxygen content. Uh, and he, he found that it, it is below OSHA standards. When you wear a face mask, your oxygen intake is way below OSHA standards. 
and it's going to affect your health. Okay? There is no longer any mystery about COVID-19 or how to treat it. The Italian government found out, and apparently numerous other governments worldwide did too, because they have developed a simple and effective protocol to treat the actual problem. Okay, to the extent that there is a problem, and I would think that if there is a problem, it's probably due to microwaves, to the, the junk they're spraying in our air, and to all kinds of pathogens floating around, which uh, heavy metals like mercury and aluminum, etc., are causing because they've been spraying this stuff, uh, barium, spraying this stuff in, in our air, and we've been breathing this stuff in. So I wouldn't be surprised if you get asthma-like symptoms. Okay. But face masks wouldn't help you there either because these are micromolecules that easily pass through any face mask or handkerchief or whatever you, you know passes as an excuse for uh, a reason to prevent breathing in pathogens. Okay? It doesn't work. Uh, your best defense against any disease is to have a healthy immune system, which means not eating the garbage food and not taking the drugs of the medical establishment. You want to stay away from those drugs as much as possible. Here's what happens. A man or woman shows up presenting asthma-like symptoms. Everything indicates that they are having respiratory problems. The doctors rush them in and give them oxygen. If simple oxygen doesn't work, they put them on ventilators. And as you probably know by now, those ventilators are killing people, especially in New York City. But what is actually happening is that an agent, a bacterium, is causing micro blood clots. The tiny blood clots are impairing the ability of blood to carry oxygen and that is what is causing the asthma-like symptoms. Now, this is exactly what we've been telling you will happen when 5G is fully activated at 60 megahertz. Have they been doing this? Have they been experimenting with 60 megahertz microwave radiation 5G in New York City? I think they have. I think they were experimenting with that in Wuhan and also in Italy. It has nothing to do with any coronavirus at all. Surprise, surprise. And it doesn't help that the amount of atmospheric oxygen has declined precipitously in recent years, thanks to guess what? All the noxious spraying they've been doing, and of course the noxious chemicals that the chemical industry puts out, etc., etc. Oh, 60 gigahertz. Sorry, not megahertz. Whatever it is, that's what they're experimenting with. And that's what will create symptoms that your blood cannot carry oxygen. That's the problem. Your blood. So, if you're already having problems breathing, putting on a face mask is the worst thing you could possibly do. Make sense? 
Uh, or should you wear your face mask while you put your oxygen mask over it? But no, trust your doctor. Your doctor knows best. And masks, though they might help a little bit in slowing the spread of illness, maybe, I don't think so, more than make up for it by forcing you to rebreathe more carbon dioxide and providing a more hospitable environment inside the mask for germs. Cough, cough. Good hygiene practices are always the best answer at all times. But no, don't wear masks and don't go crazy. We now know what the actual pathogen is. We know what it does and how it does it. And we know how to treat it with a simple and inexpensive protocol that you can safely exercise at home. Spider plants in your house and garden remains a wonderful alternative to mechanical air quality machinery and also provides a tremendous amount of free oxygen in the house. Giving these or other leafy house plants a home will repay you with clean air and abundant oxygen in your home environment year-round. Very simple advice. Have spider plants all, you know, because that's the way Yahweh designed it. We breathe out carbon dioxide. The plant kingdom breathes in carbon dioxide and produces oxygen. We breathe the oxygen and create more carbon dioxide. And that's the circle of life. The cycle of life. So, folks, but, you know, if you you don't have a spider plant, any kind of plant will do, but apparently these spider plants seem to be the most efficient at turning CO2 into oxygen. You can get nebulizers, you, know, you can get all kinds of products that will improve the quality of your air, air filters, etc. So you can do that as well. Okay. So these are very practical, matter of fact pieces of advice you can use to stay healthy. You can stay healthy, folks. You don't need, you don't need to follow uh, the advice of the medical mafia. Okay, all right, Uh, now closer to home here in Chicago. Gun-toting kids as young as 10 carjack over a dozen vehicles in Chicago. I know which neighborhoods to stay out of. So, it's not just 14, 15, 16, 30-year-old kids in black neighborhoods. But now, as young as 10. Now, where did they get these guns? In a gun-free city you know, where, where guns are legal in Chi-Town. Yet, children as young as 10 are carjacking vehicles. By uh, This is from ZeroHedge.com. The Trump administration is expecting that trillions of dollars in fiscal injections with trillions more of monetary crack from the Federal Reserve can boost the economy and revert economic activity to the good old days. However, decades of democratically controlled big government in inner cities is learning that the promise of progressive policies and printing borrowing their way out of economic collapse has yet to prevent social decay. 
let alone socioeconomic turmoil within American cities. Yes, the problem is the welfare state. The problem in the black community is the welfare state. It's not whitey. By the way, uh, I got a message yesterday from Doc Waterman that the Democratic National Committee has issued its platform for the Democratic National uh, Convention. And it's all anti-white. It, the, the, the platform simply condemns white people, blames us for everything that's wrong with the world, and basically says, we Democrats have to get rid of white people. Now, if this isn't the reason for every white person in the Democratic Party to leave, I don't know what is. But, of course, they're dependent on their paychecks and their political perks for being Democrats, etc., etc. So, folks, this is all self-destructive. If the Democratic Party survives this next election, I would be surprised. There's so much internal strife among the Democrats between the blacks, Latinos, whites, uh, ultra-liberals. There are still a few conservatives, you know, like, you know, single uh, income households where the father earns the bread and the mother takes care of the kids and takes care of the house, etc., etc. You know, the Democrats have been trying to destroy the nuclear family during its entire existence since the days of Woodrow Wilson. They've adopted the ten planks of the Communist Manifesto in the days of FDR. So the Democratic Party has been socialist, communist, for over 100 years. Over 100 years. Continuing, it's why President Trump is sending hundreds of federal agents to inner cities as record-high stock market prices have yet to translate into economic revival for lawless communities where high unemployment plagues low-income households. And, you know, we did a report the other night about the fact that black businesses are the ones most affected by the shutdown. So, but nobody's doing anything about that. No Democrats are worried about that. They want the shutdown because they want to blame it, blame everything on Whitey. No, Whitey didn't shut the economy down. The Jews did that. And you can blame all the liberals in the Democratic Party and elsewhere for all the terrorist activities and the shutdown. Throwing bricks through the windows of businesses, setting them on fire, etc., etc. Demanding that the police be defunded. Oh yeah, that's going to solve the crime problem in, black, in the black ghetto. It sure is. The administration can blame the other political party for the socioeconomic decay, or we can simply point the finger at decades of failed monetary policy, resulting in the widest wealth inequality in history. So when a virus-induced recession comes along, inner-city households with no savings, insurmountable debts, and non-asset holders are instantly wiped out when businesses close and layoffs surge. Are they going to blame Whitey for this? Who's in charge, folks? 
How is it that Whitey gets the blame even when Whitey's not in charge? The Federal Reserve is in charge. The chaos unfolding in Chicago is a perfect example of social disintegration. After years of worsening murder rates, earning the city the nickname Chirac, <laughs> we call it Chicago, there is now an armed gang of children carjacking folks at gunpoint. Wow. That wouldn't be nice. Chicago police say that children ages 10 to 17 have been on a carjacking spree across Chicago's South Side, which started in late June. Chicago's South Side is an area you want to stay out of. Stay out of. The group of kids in two incidents have discharged weapons in broad daylight as they approached their victims. Well, keep one foot on the brake and the other on the gas pedal if you're driving through a black neighborhood in Chicago. People in the community are terrified about these armed kids. Quote, I'm scared to use my garage. I don't feel safe in my own neighborhood. Carjacking victim and school teacher Alyssa Blanchard told Fox 5. Blanchard said her BMW was stolen and used by the kids to carjack a woman at Trinity Hospital. Quote, I don't want to have to tell my kid about how some young, young woman was killed or shot with kids using my vehicle. It was traumatizing, she said. Blanchard said she was carjacked on July 14th by the children. Quote, it was so instantaneous. I was just scared for my life. I thought, this is it. Blanchard said she was horrified to see young children in, involved in this type of violent crime but not horrified that they were black? Maybe she expected that. Maybe it's time for local government administrators to stop ignoring the social economic collapse of American cities under their watch and cease the farce of defunding the police. How is, it that, how is that going to make the scared people above feel any safer? Right? Right? Oh, yeah. Let Black Lives Matter police the streets. While the president's plan to send federal law enforcement into cities is a way to get the collapse under control, is it? It's not going to stop the collapse. That's just putting a bandage on the dike. It certainly won't solve the wealth, health, and education inequalities that have been building for decades among low-income households. Now, isn't that exactly what the welfare state... Underlying Butcher Johnson promised to resolve? Isn't that what the welfare state was supposed to fix? Nevertheless, handing out free money, similar to universal basic income, won't solve the wealth inequality problem. Well, because the welfare state does not encourage people to work. It provides a subsistence income to unwed mothers who can't control their kids when they get bigger and stronger even at age 9 and 10 than they are. There is no way the black community can survive LBJ's not-so-great society.
There's no way. But of course, we're never told to consider this as the real cause of poverty in the black community. No, it's white racism. All of us whites, we're conspiring. Yeah, through our tax money, which is confiscated from us, taxation without representation, to subsidize black communities. It's our fault? Really? Even though we're paying extortion money to provide them with health, wealth, and welfare? And we get the blame? This is even a bigger scam than COVID-19. What's even more ridiculous is Democratic freshman Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortex. Latest comment about surging inner-city crime is because low-income folks are, quote, stealing bread to feed their kids. (laughs) No, it's the kids stealing from adults to feed their parents. Bang, bang. Deep structural change is needed. At the moment, there are no solutions offered by the administration, that's for sure, and the central bank that will solve the inner city crisis. That's because they want this crisis. They want to destroy American society. And they want to blame Whitey for it. Because you know, as well as I do, And those of us in Christian identity know this better than anybody else. There is a Jewish war against the white race, especially white Christians. And their ultimate target is those of us in identity because we are the most outspoken critics of the Jews and their global dictatorship. That's the reality. But since they want to get rid of 7 billion people anyway... Their focus is not directly on us. If they can target one of us, they will. But it doesn't look good when they take innocent people who are just exercising their freedom of speech and railroading them with with a fake court proceeding. So they only do that rarely. I think the last time they did it was uh, in Idaho when Vicki Weaver was shot dead by a federal sniper. They haven't tried that again. The government really wound up with egg on its face when Randy Weaver sued them in court and won. So they don't want to do that again. But they will if they have to, because they have such control over the mass media. But nevertheless, the news of what actually happened to Vicki Weaver shocked a lot of people that a federal sniper could just assassinate an innocent person, while she was holding a baby in her arms. This is justice? This is government? I don't think so, folks. So that's how bad it really is. So they, they, they don't want that kind of publicity, even though they may control the airwaves, but facts like this do get out, and it makes people wonder whether their government is for real or to be avoided. Okay? They want to... They want you to trust the government. And the way they've got you to trust the government is to trust the medical establishment. Trust your doctor. 
The one, especially the one that wears a yarmulke. Trust that doctor. He knows what's best for you. So, in the meantime, kids running around with guns in Chicago reenacting what they saw on the Grand Theft Audio video game. Oh, no. It's just a virtual reality to them anyhow, right? If they pull that trigger and kill somebody, the blood is real. But they won't have to clean it up. Our taxpayer dollars will have to clean it up. And the families that are victimized will actually have to pay for it. Thanks to socialism. So, reenacting what they saw on the Grand Theft Auto video game is simply not surprising. Another thing to remember, some democratically controlled cities are refusing to jail minors as police departments are being defunded, which allows criminal gangs to employ kids to steal cars. This is also happening in Baltimore. Okay, all you socialists, you think this kind of government can actually work? You really believe that this kind of government can work? Wow. you got to be a fool <laughs> to believe that. But, of course, you've been brainwashed by your Jewish college professors to believe there's such a thing as anti-Semitism and that the Jews are a victimized people and that white nationalists lurk around every corner waiting to bop you on the head with a baseball bat when only left-wingers do that. When only left-wingers do that. Okay. All right, and one more. I think, yeah, we have uh, about 15 minutes left. Facts on face mask efficiency. So, if the face mask doesn't kill you, a black kid with a gun... (laughs) A 10-year-old black carjacker will get you. That's that's what'll get you. Okay. Until recently, the overwhelming percentage of doctors recommended against masks for anyone who wasn't sick or caring for someone who was. All right? Until recently, that was the standard. They never recommended face masks. So why all of a sudden... Are face masks good when they never in the history of medicine ever have been? Consider that on May 21 of this year, the highly respected New England Journal of Medicine stated, quote, and I saw this report, we were, we were uh, reading in uh, yesterday's meeting, the Church of the Restoration Israel meeting in uh, Wisconsin, just across the border, we were reading from this document, quote, We know that wearing a mask outside healthcare facilities offers little, if any, protection from infection, unquote. Now, this is, this is not Pastor Eli James or some patriot in his garage. This is the New England Journal of Medicine. We know that wearing a mask outside healthcare facilities offers little, 
if any, protection from infection. Now, I have told you many times, because I've had several surgeries, that the doctors and the nursing staff, they're the ones who wear the masks in order to prevent their slobber from getting in your wound that they're working on, they're drooling on you, right? That's why they wear the masks. It's to protect you from them. Consider the report by trauma and emergency physician Dr. Kelly Victory, who said, quote, There's no scientific justification for normal, healthy people to be wearing masks, unquote. Okay, those are statements. What about studies? As I dug for scientific articles, and by the way, this is UncoveredC.com, UncoveredC.com, and this is a really great article. Consider a report. Okay, so what about the studies? As I dug for scientific articles both in favor of and against the wearing of masks, I really do strive to understand both sides of an issue. I came across a thorough meta-analysis of extant studies on mask efficiency. So what's a meta-analysis? Well, it's a survey of many articles on the same subject. Okay? And then basically drawing a conclusion from all of these articles. What is the consensus of these articles? So, what does it say? The work was conducted by Dennis G. Rancourt, Ph.D., and by reading his paper, quote, Masks Don't Work, a review of science relevant to COVID-19 social policy, unquote. You will save yourself hours of boring library research. But I like libraries. They're nice and quiet. In an interview Rancourt did with Dell Bigtree, on the Highwire YouTube channel, Rancourt gave an over, uh, yeah, overview of his research saying, quote, If you use only proper studies, randomized controlled trials with verified outcomes, they all unambiguously say that there is no statistical evidence of a benefit in terms of reducing risk of getting a viral respiratory disease. They all say it, unquote. As we have been saying here on Eurofolk Radio, for the entirety, for the duration of this COVID-19 fiasco. Rancourt also says, The current narrative about wearing masks to prevent spreading COVID is simply a river of talk. It's a river of posturing. It's a river of policy statements. He says you just can't ask people in a study if they had the sniffles last week. You have to determine if people really got sick. Yeah, that's the entire basis of these COVID-19 diagnoses, plus the fact that they get somewhere around three or $4,000 per COVID diagnosis, which makes all these diagnoses fake bribery, blackmail, and they get up to $40,000 per respirator use. So, there's a tremendous financial incentive for doctors, nurses, uh, administrators, hospitals to fake 
a diagnosis, don't you know? Okay. If you look at those studies, Rancourt says, and there have been many of them over the last decade, none of them show a statistically significant advantage to wearing a mask compared to not wearing a mask. So, I suggest to everybody listening, print this study out. Carry it around with you. And show it to people. Especially those Karens who say, you're not wearing your mask. For those who want to dig deeper, Rancourt's article contains links to each randomized controlled trial on mask efficacy, and it's a recommended read. Okay, so I'm going to get, for those who aren't in the chat room, I'm going to give you this website again. It's https colon forward slash forward slash uncovered spelled un. C-O-V-E-R-D-C dot com. There's no second E in the word uncovered. It's U-N-C-O-V-E-R-D-C dot com. And the title is A Scientific Look at the Mask Fallacy and Why We're Told to Wear Them. Okay, that's where you need to go. This, you, sh- you put this in the face of a mask wearer and tell them, refute this. Are there detriments to wearing masks? Absolutely. Lower oxygen levels is one result. A 2006 study showed that reduction in blood oxygenation hypoxia and or an elevation in blood CO2 hypercapnia, which we've been saying already on this broadcast, and frequently we've advised people that wearing face masks increases the rebreathing of carbon dioxide can create painful headaches for people required to wear masks all day. It should also be noted that people with asthma or hypotension are at a greater risk of stroke, cardiac arrest, or an irregular heartbeat when suffering from hypoxia. Consider what Jennifer Cabrera, editor of a Florida newspaper, did. She says, quote, I sent a pulse oximeter to work with a 23-year-old man who works in an open kitchen over a grill. Here were the readings throughout the day. Before shift, 99% O2. After three and a half hours of wearing a mask, 93% O2. After seven hours of wearing a mask and feeling dizzy, 88% O2. Okay, still believe that wearing a mask is good for you? There's also psychological trauma that can be triggered by mandatory masks. People who have been robbed at gunpoint by masked individuals are reporting traumatic reactions to masks, and women who have been sexually assaulted are reporting the same. Plus, how do you identify your attacker if it is wearing a mask. States and healthcare systems are creating their own crisis, for sure. The point to remember is all the properly conducted studies, randomized controlled trials with verified outcomes, all say there is no statistical evidence of a benefit in terms of reduced risk of getting a viral respiratory disease. But also remember the story about the bear. 
When weapons are available to fend off the bear, but people are either ignorant about them or told not to use them, people die unnecessarily. Yeah, you can't defend yourself against a lie. If you believe the lie, you will become a victim of it. Healthcare workers wear masks around COVID patients all the time, and yet healthcare workers get infected. Tragically, well, according to the non-tests that they do, tragically, some states have banned doctors from prescribing the Zelenko protocol, and worse yet, some doctors don't even know it exists. This is a travesty because even healthcare workers are dying unnecessarily. Okay, the last place you actually you want to be is a hospital. It makes zero sense to hide behind a mask when tools for fending off the bear, that is, the attacker or the virus or whatever, when tools for defending off the bear are readily available but aren't being used. Okay, all right, when I process this show, I will put the link in there. So when in a download section under Bloodlines, this link will be available under the, the title of this show. All right, and uh, actually I haven't decided what the uh, title is going to be, but something like COVID-19 is a hoax, studies prove, okay, or studies prove that COVID-19 or wearing a mask is ineffective, totally ineffective. Okay, folks, I got to leave a little early. Thanks for listening. Praise Yahweh, pass the ammunition, and I'll see you at Voice of Christian Israel. Take care. And bye-bye.